on this week's episode of Polk and Kush. We don't like flying economy class, neither does our mayor. We don't like shitty football, neither do the Saints. We're going to have it all for you right here on Polk and Kush. Come everyone to Polk and Cush. It is Thursday, September 1, 2022. I think we're officially in the fall. Yeah, it was, uh, my car said it was 100 degrees outside <laughs> when I got in it today. Very crisp. I mean, the leaves are turning orange, but it's because they're on fire. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I'm. I go by the calendar 100. percent Yeah. I'm wearing jackets <laughs> right now. Jeans and hoodies. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> like you and the homeless people. Everyone <laughs> under 20 is wearing a hoodie right now, and I'm joining them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. It's it's definitely uh, it. It's blazing, uh, but it always is. It's not like it's anything new. Labor Day around here is uh, is pretty brutal and always has been. And I, uh, but it's football season, you know. It's the, uh, really what September represents is more than anything, just something happening. Because mm-hmm. after three months of just nothing in this city, football is right on the horizon. This was a particularly boring summer for me personally. It's- I mean, it was, dude, there was just days where I was looking at the TV at like seven o'clock at night and being like, there is nothing. No. Nothing. Then like I'd look in the weekend, like we'd hit the weekend and be like, all right, where should I go with the kids this weekend? And be like, nowhere. There's no, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to watch. And so I'm very happy with the fact that we are turning the corner uh, from those very boring days. Yeah, and there's going to be plenty to watch on the $49.99 a month Bally Sports app. (laughs) We can watch uh, one Pelicans game every few days. Yes. And um, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) You can watch the Spanish broadcast. I have almost no doubt you'll be able to go to games cheaper than you can watch the Bally Sports <laughs> app if you were buying on a per-game basis. Maybe that's a good marketing ploy. <laughs> Maybe the guy that emails me every day asking if I would like to rent out a suite... Maybe that's his good idea for the year. Did you have me confused with someone who wears a monocle, sir? I unsubscribe <laughs> from the Pelicans mailing list three times a week. Dude, I can't... They have it is the most aggressive email campaign in history. I got I've never bought a Saints ticket in my life. I've gone to many Saints games. I've never purchased in my own credit card or my own name. Never purchased a Saints ticket. I get an email every week at least about individual game suite sales. And I'm like, and they're like, for the low, low cost of twelve thousand dollars, <laughs> you and twenty friends could enjoy a Saints game. I was like, 
Twelve thousand. It was like me and twenty friends can do some really cool shit for twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, it's <laughs> like we can get into some really bad things for twelve thousand dollars. You could each buy a three D <laughs> television to watch the game at Rick's. Yeah, I was gonna say we could buy Rick's for the day. <laughs> uh, I mean, twelve grand, and that was, and that's the special, you know. And that's probably the baseline one. Oh, yeah. And that's you're probably not, before you get a, a, a drop of food. No, you're not getting the Shoney's buffet with that one. <laughs> There's no no meat pies coming with that, uh, with the $12,000. Yeah. So it's just, uh, they're really into to blowing up your email, though. It's, you know, it's fine. Join the ranks of Jiffy Lube and Amazon <laughs> in my promotional email tab. I appreciate the effort. I have no money. I'm and the, sorry. And the Sanger Theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one, get one free. I was like, guys, I don't know who any of these bands are. No. I'm not going. Uh, yeah, dude. The I was able to make it to the Superdome uh, for the preseason finale. Did oh. you go? No, I didn't go to that. Okay. That would have been cheap, I'm assuming. It was, uh, I think. Yeah. I, I, I heard tale of people going there, and it was like a monster truck rally. Yeah. It was basically a Saints game in Shreveport. <laughs> That's was. how ticket prices were Gretna level. Well, we'll get into our mayor later, but uh, it was the economy class Indeed. Of, of football games, of professional sporting events. It was the economy class. I brought a, uh, a fresh three-year-old who wore his helmet the entire time we were there for two hours. Uh, it was, I had fun only because of that. Uh, the preseason football is silly. Uh, I mean, it's nice, you know, like it's real football. Is, believe me, I went to a practice and it was the preseason game. The preseason game is 100x better than the practice. That is that because you can get a bowl of jambalaya? <laughs> yes, you can get, like they, they sell beer and you can hang out and you're in the dome and and they're they're playing. It doesn't matter, but at least they're playing football. Against, oh, it does know, matter. We know. don't know who the long snapper is going to be. <laughs> they're not watching football drills outside in August. Is considerably worse than watching a meaningless football game in the Superdome because um, at least it is a football game and. It was fun. They do all the stuff. It, to, to a three-year-old, it certainly feels like a game. Uh, so that was what mattered that night. And we had a great time. And the dome looks great. Uh, and I don't really know where they're putting $450 million because it looks pretty damn similar to me. You said it looks great. Uh, is, is it just clean? Yeah, it's Is clean. it just a place that's not your home it's, so it looks amazing? <laughs> the start of the season, it appears they painted the floor in front of my seats. I love a good painted floor. <laughs> it looks like, they, you know, the concrete. They just yeah. like, kind of washed it, uh, you know, and then they actually changed the entrance this year. Uh -huh. So instead of entering at the doors to get into the dome, the entrance now is at the top of the parking garage. Okay. So you enter in there, and then you can walk in and out of the Superdome onto the little plaza area, like the outdoor plaza area at will. This is what we call a great day for smokers. So if you <laughs> like smoking cigarettes, the Superdome is the place for you this season. I would rather go to federal prison <laughs> in a foreign country forever than park at the Superdome parking garages so, i am not a part i'm not going to do that sure so but even if you're not parking at the superdome 
the entrance is at the on the roof of the parking garage. So get a pack of Parliament Longs. Exactly, because because basically you go through the you t- they take your ticket before you even reach the bricks of the Superdome. Okay. So you're on the top of the garage. And and then when you're there, you can go in and out of what was the old entrance. So if you wanted to go outside, like if you're there two hours uh-huh. before the game, you can go in, get something to eat, walk outside with it, walk to Champion Square, walk into the dome, walk out of the dome. I don't know who really affects. I don't really understand the purpose of it, but it is significantly different than the other 30-plus years I've been going to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you who it affects. The Chiwis. They're yeah. playing in Champion <laughs> Square. Now you can go over and see them yes, more come back. Yes. It is definitely a huge win for the Chiwis. <laughs> the Bag of Donuts will have unfound, un, undiscovered popularity. Uh, this was a huge move for them. I'm sure some security consultant made about a gazillion dollars uh coming up with this plan and i don't really know what it does from a security perspective or a logistics perspective contra flow uh but they did change it and so those of you going to the dome uh in a couple weeks just beware and i would imagine that the covid uh precautions have flown out the window yes there were still a handful of people wearing masks which i always find interesting yeah the guy from halo joker (laughs) uh whistle man yeah, it's always like, you know, 21 year olds wearing masks, too. It's, That's because like, they're going to rob you <laughs> on the way out and they don't want to be on camera. Guys, I think you'll be OK. Um, it, that and like this preseason game is, you know, like 40 percent full. So it's like you don't even have to sit next to somebody if you don't want to. Uh, yeah. So all the COVID protocols were gone. That was uh, helpful. So no vaccine check. That saves a little bit of time uh, compared to last season. Uh, I mean, it was. It was a nice experience. It was very good to be back in the Superdome. Yeah, well, I'm glad it's going to save time because last year having to show any piece of paper on you to a guy they got from the carnival took (laughs) seconds away from walking in there. Well, the amount of people who, and this is true of almost everything, when they are in a long line, they're not prepared as they get to the front of the line with what is required. So they stand in this line knowing they have to show their ticket on their phone and knowing what is required, including like the L.A. wallet app. But people don't pull it up. And so instead, you get there and then you've got this like 30 second fumbling around trying to find the L.A. wallet app, trying to find the ticket, trying to do all that because it's all electronic. And everybody here is uh, stupid. Is that? Yeah. 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 And so a jack off. Yeah. I've been using that one recently. <laughs> a real putz. Uh, and, and so that is a problem because mm-hmm. we're not very technologically efficient and therefore it uh, takes a while. We're not efficient uh, technologically or otherwise. Like sure. this, this wallet problem, you go to Starbucks and people forget that they have to pay. They, they're no, like, oh, oh, shit. And then they start like digging through their purse. or It's incredible. You know, they got to move the gun out of the way and get their <laughs> gift card. <laughs> The amount of times I'm in a long line for food and people get there and then they start being like, ah, let me get the, uh, I'm like, dude, you've been standing here for 10 minutes. We're raising we canes. Yeah. They have one thing. <laughs> like, what, what were you thinking about the whole time? I had a meltdown today at the coffee shop near work because the guy in front of me was pondering. Oh, he was just pondering the, the baked good display, oh, which no. ponder all you want. 
to the side of the line. Or before you order. Well, this man, he, he wanted a captive audience. Oh, he was God. trying out material. He was, you know, joking with the barista and all this stuff. If you're, he was older than me. If you're 40 years old and you don't know what kind of baked treat you would enjoy, <laughs> look, dude, you're not in Paris. I know. It's you're next to a Boost Mobile on St. Claude. The blueberry muffin is going to taste like the other blueberry muffin. Yeah, take it out of the Otis Spunkmeyer. <laughs> Terrible name for a muffin, by the way. <laughs> they pulled this one out of the vending machine about an hour ago. I wouldn't be too concerned. Yeah, he was a real Spunkmeyer himself. I, uh, I do love the question of uh, what kind of milks do you have? That's always the one where I, I just, in my own uh head because i usually you know i don't react but in my head i just start going shut the fuck up <laughs> what kind of they have milk just pink milk well oh, we have almond and oat what else like oh no just milk and i know that's an unreasonable reaction that usually doesn't take any time at all but i just like Something in my head snaps when what kind of milks do you have comes out of someone's mouth. People just need to be more efficient. If you want a non-classical milk, like a soy milk, Say you the go up there and want. go, I'll have a soy milk. And they go, we don't have that. Yeah. And you go, okay. And milk you go, milk is fine. All right. Regular yeah. milk. Yeah. I'll do that. I need cashew milk. Yeah. What could be less efficient than cashew milk? Disgusting. Ridiculous what they're doing to our planet. <sighs> See any movies? Uh, I saw Beast. How is that? Yeah, uh, it was fine. Was there anybody else in the theater? No. <laughs> there was no one there. It's really awesome you've been renting out these theaters. Oh, it's nice because I found out that they put the uh, the foot thing. Uh -huh. What do you call it? Ottoman? Yeah. They put that in the back. So I'll just go to the back and get it. <laughs> and bring it to the front. And bring it to the front. <laughs> and I take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's there for. That's great. <laughs> You know, do, they, do you think they actually start like if you showed up 20 minutes late, would the movie have started? I was wondering that. <laughs> I think maybe for like tax purposes, they have to show it. You know, I won't listen to a full episode of Polk and Kush, but I'll hit play oh, yeah, and then, you know, go do the laundry to get us an extra listen. I imagine it's something along those lines. Uh, it was a lot. If you don't know, it's a. Uh, I, I fuck everybody's name up on this show because I'm not smart and I well, don't listen to anything. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba? Idris. Idris, Idris Elba. Yes. Also known as uh, the guy from The Wire. Yeah. Maybe? Stringer Bell, right? I haven't seen The Wire. Oh. I'm not going to agree to you saying that's him on there because if it's not him, that's a whole can of that's worms. That's a valid point. He's also uh, the Charles Minor from The Office. Sure. You don't watch that either? I've seen The Office. Okay. Uh, the movie was basically Jurassic Park with lions. That sounds sweet. It was, it was fine. Take the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but when you saw Jurassic Park, you were a child. Yeah, sure. I guess I was like nine. Yeah. When Jurassic Park it's came out. It's a brutal, horrifying movie. Newman gets eaten on a toilet. Dinosaurs, though. But you take kids. When the guy throws a piece of wood against an electric fence to see if it would electrify him. Yeah. That was... That was that was uh, how many science teachers just lost their mind at that one. <laughs> Dude, they got all these kids in the theater, and the guy picks up a piece of wood, 
and throws it against a metal electric fence. Be yeah. like, well, obviously it's not going to electrocute me. Yeah, every kid from uh, Ruston, Louisiana, who's peed on a cow <laughs> fence before knew the correct way to do it. Uh, you need but, a conductor, urine. You know, whenever it's on uh, Roku TV or Tubi <laughs> in a few months, maybe check it out. It was fun. Sure. Uh, Amazon Prime with ads. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Um, I've been watching House of the Dragon. I didn't see that. There are two episodes of it. There's two episodes out. Are they good? No. Okay. There's a lot of um, uh, sitting around. You'd think a show called House of the Dragon, at the very least, would have some dragons in it. Yeah. Very few. A lot of sitting around a large table. And talking. Talking, not even about the dragons. They're That's... mostly, it's mostly about uh, municipalities. Oh, boy. The political ongoings. Yeah. No, Game of Thrones had you hooked from like minute one because they like, there's like boobs everywhere. Uh-huh. They're murdering everyone. Yep. The guys' heads are getting chopped off. So they had you. There this were, one, I don't think they think they need to get you because they think that you're already going to watch because you liked Game of Thrones. There were some boobs, uh, and there was somebody that got their a wiener completely cut off. Well, that's that's a start. Yeah. That'll hook you in. I don't know. Huh? It's just uh, that guy from Doctor Who with his big face. And his big wiener. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I don't either. I, I he a, yeah, okay. Backpedal. <laughs> Backpedal. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> The guy from Doctor Who looks like he got stung by bees, and then they like put him in the Witcher guy's costume. I don't know. It's on. It's on. What am I doing? No, that's a valid point. It's on is a good excuse, but not for long, because football is here. <laughs> We've got college. I watched college games. I was gambling on college games Saturday. It felt so good to be betting and losing college football bets. Yeah. Uh, it was just wonderful. And then... The Saints uh, are about a week and a half mm-hmm. from their opener. Uh, nice we don't have that horrific uh, fourth preseason game. That was always the, the worst game of the season. Yeah. Uh, and so instead, uh, we got hit with a truck of news. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, mm-hmm. someone like to call him, uh, traded uh, for a uh, sack of potatoes. Uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and it was a, uh, I thought it was pretty shocking. Everybody in the Saints media seemed to think that we all knew it was supposed to come, despite no one ever reporting it. Uh, They're all like, as expected, C.J. Gardner-Johnson traded. I was like, did anyone report that this was going to happen? Because I was stunned. I read all the articles saying it's the greatest defense in NFL history, yeah. unbeatable, number one, yeah. and all of them included uh, C.J. in there because of it. Yeah, he's really good, and he's so fun to watch. Also, on top of it, like he a loves lot of, to get punched. Yeah, he's uh, like the Deladova <laughs> football. He's a magnet of personal fouls. Yeah, uh, and he he was good getting energy in the dome. He was good at uh, just generally like firing up the rest of the guys. Certainly pissing mm-hmm. off the opponent. He seemed to mesh in with a, a very. Uh, emotional defense very well and not to mention he was just a really good player very physical a lot of safety skills mm-hmm. and he could cover he could he was great in the run like there's a lot of things that he brought to the table uh that all of a sudden every all saints fans and saints media was like well it was kind of superfluous because he was not he was being a jerk at camp 
Well, I, I was seeing more of the uh, the other opinion that was, well, he's probably going to walk after next season anyway, so might as well get something for him now. But the something now was a fifth and a seventh there round was nothing. Pick. You got nothing. Yeah. That was the argument that kept saying, I kept seeing over and over again as well. It was like, well, you're, you're going to lose uh, all of the value for him if he walks in the offseason. And I was like, but you still have this season. Yeah. He can still play. For you, this why tr- why get rid of him for nothing now? And I guess the only reasonable answer is that like they think he's just a complete asshole, and that he was just going to be a cancer in the locker room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. None of his reactions since the trade. He sent like a nice thank you note Instagram post. Still waiting, Anthony Davis. Um, he did that, and he's you know like he's been classy, and I think the guys all basically said they're going to miss him. Dennis Allen said he loved him. None of this made any sense. Who cares about a fifth and a seventh round pick? It's meaningless. Yeah, maybe there's more to the story that we don't know. I'm not sure. I know that as a fan, and a lot of the diehard Saints fans that are not drinking the the black and gold Kool-Aid but love this team and, and eat, sleep, and drink it were really just distraught about it because this was a fun personality yes. guy and you know we've talked about kind of tyron matthew embodying the city mm-hmm. but i think cj gardner johnson really embodied the city yes you know through antics through play yeah it, it he was just had it, swag it was, a, it was fun he had swag on top of swag you can't say swag one more time or on else. top of swag oh, no he was a swag mountain uh he you say it one more time jake paul's gonna come through the mirror <laughs> Like the Kool-Aid man. Um, Candy man. Yeah. <laughs> just smashing through the wall. The, he was, he is a great player uh, for exactly what the Saints needed him to do. Uh, and they don't really have anyone that's terribly experienced. And I guess the argument that, the argument that makes the most sense is, look, the guy was holding out. Uh, or he was clearly unhappy with his contract. He was clearly unhappy with the situation that his contract was in with the Saints, and they were worried he was going to be a distraction, uh, be a cancer, be you know someone that was going to bring the group unity kind of down. And maybe veterans came to them and like, look, you, you can't have this guy around if he's going to act like a dick. And that might be true. I haven't seen a lot of reporting to that effect. Um, mostly it's been, yeah, they're like, yeah, I got to get some value for him now. He's going to leave. It's like, it doesn't matter if he leaves. He is good now. He could have helped you this season and then he'd walk away and maybe you'd have gotten a pick in free agent compensation, which the NFL gives out if you have enough free agents that leave. And so you might've ended up in almost the exact same position. You still would have had him for this season. It just doesn't make any sense unless it is a pure personality dispute. Yeah, and I mean, even the personality dispute I'm not completely sold on because 99% of this team was with him last season and you didn't hear anything about personality disputes in the locker room. Yeah. Who do you think is the Ned Flanders of this team? (laughs) Yeah, there's no Drew Brees anymore, you know? Um, But it's also just, if he's that big of a problem and this was going to be what you got back for it, just play him until he becomes a problem and then the minute that it's like this is untenable he's made he's a distraction he's whatever just send him home and just cut him 
that's his own problem. That he'll, he's going he's gonna to cost himself money if you do that, if you have to do that kind of thing. So none of this, to me, made a whole lot of sense. There has to be another level that's not been reported, and it was infuriating to me that, I, that a lot of media were like, well, of course. I was like, what do you mean, of course? I had maybe i'm alone maybe i just missed it i don't i remember the there have been things written about him holding out i don't remember anything about them exploring a trade uh for him especially whatever two weeks before the season uh he's an important piece and now they're everybody's talking about alante i watched alante taylor play in college he only played cornerback he was an outside cornerback he was not anywhere near what cj gardner johnson did he had totally different position so his name's getting thrown out there I don't understand that. Maybe he'd be good at it, but he's never done it. Uh, P.J. Williams, who is worse, he might be similar. He's better in the slot than he is outside, but he's not good either. Uh, and then I don't like. Then there's just a bunch of random names that people are throwing out there. I don't get it. And Tyron Matthew, but you need Tyron Matthew to play real safety. Do you want to make some wild speculations? Yes, here? please, God. Michael Thomas yeah. hasn't actually been injured. He's been holding out saying, Ooh. I'm not going to play yeah? with that piece of shit that slapped me at practice. That's right. That's no well, let's run that. With let's it. run with that. Highlighter. Mark the time. <laughs> Look, I mean, the you know, the timelines are perfect. Uh, CJ has not really played with Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas is maybe coming back. Uh-huh. He's like, he didn't like CJ sure. getting a little buzz. He's got a hamburger over at Bub's Burgers. Michael Thomas is like, oh, I think I twisted my ankle again. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, listen, listen, I'm not getting on the field with this fucking bozo. Ultimatum. Not that I would be on the field with him well, at the same time. I don't want to be in the locker room <laughs> with this douchebag anymore. <laughs> Slap me. Let's start that. I mean, I, I don't put... The, the the theory that C.J. Gardner-Johnson is a psychopath who could cause significant problems to a team. Who cares? I, I mean, I, I think there's merit to that argument. Um, but I'd like to, you know, see some level of reporting that that actually took place. Because right now it all feels very opaque of what they like. They're not. They're trying to say it without saying it. Because the the other argument, the value one or whatever, literally doesn't hold up mm-hmm. to uh, uh, any a minute of cross-examination because you didn't get anything back for him. If you got back a second or third round pick or you got a player back, I would make that would make perfect sense to me. Uh, this makes no sense. That's a lot of players won't be back on the team next year. That happens every year in the NFL. You play guys, then they don't come back to the team the next year because they go to a different team because you could not either didn't want to pay him or you couldn't afford to pay him. This would be no different if he just left and you wouldn't get a seventh round pick and a fifth round pick. Who cares? They give the Saints give those things away. They'll, they'll have those guys don't make the team. No, they don't. It's insane. Yeah, it 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 just seems like maybe everything is not presently known. Yeah, there's it's a little funny. There, yeah, there's which a, is illegal to say about anyone in New Orleans sports. You can't say that. <laughs> Anything seems a little odd. You can't say that any kind of behavior was peculiar. You have to just look. There's no such thing as a red flag in New Orleans. There's only black and gold flags. (laughs) 
Christian Garrick on there screaming at people that their that their that their response is too emotional it was the funniest thing I saw all oh, week. Lord. I was like, oh really? <laughs> Um, not much else going on with the Saints as we wait. You know, the, they played well against the Chargers. Jameis looked good. Starters looked good, as you'd expect, uh, against mostly Chargers backups. Uh, and then Ian Book uh, was officially uh, cut, and he also got picked up by the Eagles. So I guess, you know, great friendship formed in New Orleans with Ian Book and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They were roommates, I think, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I think they shared a bunk bed. Um, and uh, so... What is one thing you think they have in common? Other than <laughs> their their paycheck comes liking from the same football, place. Yeah. Uh, I no nothing, literally nothing. No, no. I bet I bet they both can have sex with a lot of people. Probably, yeah. I bet C.J. Gardner Johnson likes the Ants Marching song <laughs> by <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. He might not know who sings it, but he likes the fiddle at the beginning. And Ian Book, of course, likes it. Oh, loves it. Yeah, he likes the full 410. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, the Saints finalize the roster. I don't think any of the, you know, roster stuff at the bottom of it really makes much of a difference. Going to be uh, a lot of Eagles fans in this city. Oh, boy. Almost as many as our Bengals fans. <laughs> that game is going to look like a freaking LSU home game. Um, I mean... I, did any of it matter? I mean, the Saints are carrying two quarterbacks. I think that's fine. We got to see both of them in the same game, in the in the Chargers game. Yeah. Jameis, perfect. Perfect. 4-4, four, four, Andy Dalton, 5-5. Five five. No touchdowns. We didn't need them. We no. still covered the spread. Yes. I bet on that game. Yeah, 7.5, I think. It was When I got it, it was 3.5. Oh. But pre- betting on the preseason is uh, stupid. But it is fun. It's so much fun. Just the same way I bet on like really low level college basketball. I don't know what I'm doing. No. But it's great. You don't follow Stephen F. Austin basketball. <laughs> but I'll <laughs> if it's on ESPN Plus, you bet your ass I'm putting twenty bucks on it. You know, like what's the difference? We just like to gamble. Let's just let's throw some dollars down. Here. I'm I'm excited about real football yeah. and I'm also excited about real gambling. Real gambling. And with that We've got something to show you, so stick around right here on Polk and Kush. Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $2,000 in free bets. $100. God dang it. $200 on free bets instantly. If you bet 10 times that, you'll get $2,000 on free bets instantly. So that's right. Uh, you can bet $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven points. You win. Better on any NFL team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points, seven, just seven, at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. 
even if your team loses, which they won't. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You've got to download it. You have to download it. You've probably you already, already downloaded it. But have. if you haven't, use promo code Polkenkush to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That is promo code Polk and A-N-D Kush, K-U-S-H. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up only. Physically present Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early token win issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem call 1-877-770-STOP. Pretty good. That's an ad. <clears throat> That was, That's a good deal, too. That is a good deal. That was and a long read. This is easy, too, because money line is win or lose. If you're a gambling novice, you can pop in there and go, mm-hmm. I think this team is going to win. That's true. Or I, I think this team is going to lose. I'm in love with the plus sign. Yeah. I love a plus sign. It's the only positivity in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> I bet on so many plus signs. And it just, you know, it's a difference of a couple dollars here and there when you're gambling at the amounts that we gamble. Mm-hmm. But even then, it just feels good. It just feels that a little extra juice just feels good. You know what else feels good? What's that? Jokes. Jokes. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Just some fun jokes. Yeah. I like to write them. I like to tell them. You like to listen to them. Jokes. Let's live it. They're just jokes. <laughs> this is a legal disclaimer right now. I love them. Saints rookie Trevor Penning is out indefinitely with turf toe. When asked how he planned to rehabilitate from the injury, Penning said he was looking forward to beating the shit out of the guy who mows his lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Take your pick. I'll do one. All right. I'll I'll just go down the line here. Uh, Lizzo and Beyonce are among the top artists changing their lyrics to conform to adjusting standards on language after the word spaz was deemed offensive to mentally challenged people. Continuing with the trend, Funny or Die has announced they'll be changing the name for their upcoming biopic from Weird Al to Neurodivergent Al. (laughs) You want to do the top one? Yeah, sure. Thousands of New Orleans residents waited in lines that stretched for blocks for a chance to sign a petition recalling Mayor LaToya Cantrell. Onlookers claimed they hadn't seen that many white people in line since Beth and Ezra played at House of Blues. (laughs) I'll just let you laugh for an hour. I don't mind. Joe Rogan took to calling out Vice President Kamala Harris on the latest episode of his podcast, calling her a hypocrite and advocating for the release of WNBA superstar Brittany Griner while having jailed people for drug offenses in the past. The vice president responded by saying she would only accept criticism from people tall enough to play in the WNBA. Those were jokes. Those were jokes. Everybody, those are great. All right. I love the jokes. Always fun. I get 10 minutes a week to write those (laughs) while I'm driving. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's not a lot of Pelican stuff. We'll breeze through that. Uh, The schedule came out. 
I mean, it's the schedule. I don't think. I mean, they're not playing on Christmas. That's usually the only thing people really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then opening night, I guess they're going to be on national TV against Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be. I mean, that was going to be fun no matter what. Yeah. So. Ben Simmons is going to be back. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. that other guy. Yeah. Ky- Ky- Kylie Ky- Minogue. Kylie. Ren- <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I guess uh, a tough game opening night. I mean. You know, you, the schedule's a schedule in the NBA. You play pretty much everyone, and it's it doesn't really matter. It's going to be nice to see the dichotomy of three guys who absolutely do not want to be playing basketball where they're playing, uh-huh. and three guys who could be in the G League in a week. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, really. It's <laughs> like, uh, that, dude, that whole situation in Brooklyn seems bonkers. Um, but it does seem like it's over, at least. So Durant will be there. Uh, and then it looks like the Pelican schedule is really hard in the front. Uh, I think the first 10, 12 games, a lot of them are on the road, a lot of them against playoff teams. And then, you know, that's just those up. refs against New Orleans. Yeah, it eases up. And hopefully people won't lose their minds if they're, you know, five and seven or something to start the season. I mean, it's got to be better than last time. Anything's better. I mean, tip, no team starts like one in 15 more often than the Pelicans. Yeah. And then makes the... They usually have a good December and a horrific November. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That seems to be the trend for this team. Good December, horrific November. Yeah. Good Linkin Park song. (laughs) Doesn't even matter. I don't know. Uh, Nothing else going on with Pelicans. I don't... I mean, I I think there's some players playing in Eurobasket. Willie Green is uh, doing uh, basketball without borders in Africa. That's nice. He's coaching. He's playing. He's... Is he the nicest person in New Orleans, you think? Uh, probably. <laughs> I think he's genuinely the nicest person in CJ McCollum. Yeah. I think the Pelicans have like three of the top five nicest people in the entire city. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's not the hardest competition, but no. they, they are genuinely. <laughs> I think Willie Green is uh, unquestionably like. I would feel I would feel concerned if I saw him out in New Orleans. But like he's not safe. <laughs> no, exactly. We gotta help like, him. Are you okay? Like can we get you back home? <laughs> I don't want you walking down the yeah. street here. We're gonna do something yeah. to you. <laughs> uh, um, like yeah, it does feel that way. Like you know, whenever you like uh, if you know of people who come in town to visit, and you're like, oh no, yeah, like you don't know what you're doing. You you need to like yeah if you're gonna come visit here you have to be ready to be attacked yeah do not no don't go to tropical isle <laughs> totally worth it <laughs> I was at a I was at the kosher Cajun you ever been there yeah it's yeah, fantastic yeah. Uh, but there were these two uh, like real Jews uh-huh, yes. and they were in there like asking what was going on they're like oh you got to go down to Bourbon Street uh huh <sighs> no you no. don't we'll yeah. be talking about that. Mystery later. <laughs> uh, a couple WWE episodes. Yamaka's found a drainage ditch. <laughs> I like. I like that these two guys like came to New Orleans. They're like, let's go to the Jewish deli by the mall. <laughs> it didn't matter. Yes. that place was fantastic. I don't know. It's if very you go close there. to my office. Yeah. 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 A ringing endorsement from Scott Kushner. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy a Jewish deli. It's not. Uh, I. I want them to be more restauranty, and less grocery store. The grocery store was cool. It's I enjoyed super going around it's it. So Jewy. Well, yeah. As a Jew, it's I'm a, allowed to say that. Yeah, it's just very. That's the most fucking Jew thing you can say. It's too Jewy. It's at too the Jewy Jew store. In here. 
<laughs> all the people working there. Yeah, I'm sorry they're not selling dashikis at the Jewish deli. <laughs> they do. They also have a. Uh, a That's two a, weeks I've done Jew voice <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> they also have a signed autograph picture there of Boss John Knockbar, <laughs> who played for the Hornets 14 years ago or 18 oh, yeah. years ago. There's yeah. a David West jersey in uh, there, all yeah. sorts of stuff. It was very exciting. And uh, the only Jewish player in NBA history, uh, Reggie Miller, his jersey was. <laughs> Up in there, too. Bill Goldberg, the <laughs> uh, uh, Jewish champion of the world. But, you know, that's enough niceties about New Orleans. There we go. Willie Green, very nice. Very Jewish nice. Deli, the kosher Cajun, sponsor us. Yeah. Sponsor. You like basketball, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Give you us like a, Jews? Yeah. You certainly like one half Jews? Yep. Right? I think so. <laughs> we're we're on this podcast. Half of us are Jewish. Oh, I thought you were revealing to me that uh, I was adopted. <laughs> Not a lot of Jews coming from the Rustin, the greater Rustin area. Have you put your name down on the list? No, I am. Uh, I have not uh, recalled. I am not. I, I am not eligible. Uh, because I'm a felon, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I cannot vote, uh, put my name down against uh, Miss Cantrell. But uh, yeah, I support everyone who does, obviously. Uh, if nothing else, I would just like to have a recall election to see what a complete shit show that would be. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the city. I don't even know what that would look like. Uh, she seems to be uh, getting a little desperate. Uh, the recall effort on its own seems very sloppy. Oh, yeah. It the, seems so New Orleans. Whenever your uh, like press conference to announce a recall is done by a lady in an old navy sweatshirt, <laughs> like, and then like the fucking Twitter account, they were like, "Look at our logo somebody made it." It said uh, Mayor Canrell. Yeah, I mean that's not hard to spell. It's not hard to spell when it is the focal point yeah. of your campaign. It means literally no one looked at it for one second before putting it out. And you're not going to, like, bold can't. It's sitting right there. <laughs> it's right there. Come on. That's what they, and they made this, the, the website's like Nola Toya. So it's like Nola Toya. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's confusing. It's a little confusing. I'm sure it's like a GeoCities website that yeah. somebody made in, like, a lab <laughs> class in high school. New Orleans is bad at uh, technological stuff. Yeah. And... I appreciate the effort of the recall. You know, it's fun to it's fun to bring a little January sixth to Miss Mays. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there dressed up like the Buffalo guy. I didn't vote, but you know, I'm gonna stand out there. There's parts of it that feel a little weird. Like there's some people that's like, I think you don't like it for the reasons you're not supposed to like. I know. It, you know, it's a big mess. It's not going to happen. These these people are having their fun out in the streets. And, uh, you know, I'm sure if you were to go to Lakeview, it's... Sure. I just want to get under her skin. I want her to feel how pissed off people are. And that's really all It seems to be about. happening. I agree. That She's it, doing the Anthony Weiner press conferences. <laughs> yeah. And she met with, like, city employees and was like, I need your support. Like, the city... I'm like, that seems like a weird thing to do on the clock. Like... To have your city employees trying to, to tell them to back the mayor. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not their job. They don't really, you know, it's like they work for the city. They don't really work for you. Yeah. It's like they're not a political position. Like they're not, 
I don't know. The whole thing seemed very odd. She's like in there with like giving sandwiches to sewage and water workers and being like, I'm trying to get you some money. I was like, this is so strange. Yeah, and I'm sure the workers are like, yeah, we the money's not the issue. Yeah. Just like the, the police. Yeah, it's the, not the money. The job stinks. Yeah. Literally. Uh, you know, so I, I just, she, I, I want her to feel some heat. I feel like she's been operating like with a level of Teflon around her where she doesn't feel any of the consequences because she won re-election without an opponent. And uh, so in that regard, it's good. My concern is exactly what you said, which is, a lot of people see those who are against her, and because they don't like some of the people who are against her, then they kind of side with her. And it's like, just because she has bad some detractors you disagree with doesn't make siding with her make sense. Right? Like you're not all you're not all picking the next person. You're just saying who you don't want. And that's it's different than the average campaign where it's like you have to pick a side. It's like mm-hmm. the side you're picking is not, you know, an affirmative. It's literally just to recall her. And then you can have a real election and you guys can go in your separate ways of super conservative and, you know, QAnon, you know, it's like uh, versus, you know, like the guys who are like, everyone should live for free and no one yeah. can ever get evicted. Um, you know, there are, but in this instance, this is not about anything other than saying the mayor sucks <laughs> and who you'd have to really work so hard and so long to try to convince someone that she's doing a good job. It's impossible to look at her merits and look at the amount of scandals and say, yeah, I think she's doing the best job that's possible in this position. It's it's genuinely like it's a ludicrous argument right now. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, National media has picked up on a little, and it's been Fox News started it sure. with the Tucker Carlson thing. Yeah, and nobody wants to agree with Tucker, and that's the problem, right? Yeah, he looks like an American boy doll. Yeah, he. Okay. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's also there's just the concept. There's people on the far left in New Orleans, which there are always, and they're like, we can't let the conservatives win this one. It's like there's no chance a conservative person is going to become the mayor like there's not going to be a fire-breathing republican who replaces latoya cantrell you just might get a competent liberal person Mm -hmm. who comes in to replace latoya cantrell she is liberal and sucks but the part that we need to change is that she sucks there's no way like the people of you know eight blocks of Lakeview are electing the next mayor. (laughs) So I don't understand why the people who are so reticent to support the recall because of those who they might be joining with, it's just beyond stupid. It's it's literally uh, cutting off your nose to spite your face. It is like that parable played out. It seems like every mayor of New Orleans, no matter how liberal they are in their platform, is they still take the worst elements of being conservative. Always. You know, yes. it's it's a greed-based system. Yeah. It is us versus them. Mm-hmm. And that's it, it's not going to change, no, no matter if it's Chick-fil-A stop sign guy or <laughs> David Duke Jr. or 
you know, yeah. Morris Bart. Yeah. yeah. It's all self-serving and self-aggrandizing and whatever. And, you know, credit to LaToya. She's, you know, kept her. Uh, she took the high road, obviously, immediately and immediately attacked uh, it on a racial issue. Like without, you know, I think it was day two of the recall effort. She came out and said it is, a, uh, I guess, a right wing conspiracy. I was like, what does a right wing have to gain? She's listening to the you? show. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what does the far right have to gain from you losing your job? No one cares. New Orleans means nothing to the national GOP. They're never going to win the spot. Like, this is is the definition of, like, distraction, scare tactic. It's like, oh, I'm a black woman, and that's the reason they want to push me out the door. I'm like, guess what? The next mayor is going to be black, too, and might be a black woman. And no one gives a shit. They just want someone who doesn't suck. And uh, but she I mean, obviously, this is like the easiest, most red meat path she can take. And so that's what she's doing. And uh, I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed that it happened that quickly that she didn't even pretend to, like, stand up for any of her accomplishments in five years as mayor. She immediately went to they're attacking me for my identity. I think what needs to happen is she just stays on the city payroll and becomes like the new Carnival Cruise lady. (laughs) Remember Kathy Lee on Uh there singing and shit? There's plenty of cruises coming in and out of New Orleans. If she wants to bring tourism to the city, she can be the singing cruise ship lady. I think she'd be great in that job. We'll still pay her. She legally gets paid $110,000 a year. Mm. She probably brings in closer to half a million, I think. (laughs) Oh, with the perks? Oh, God. Yeah, of course. With three cars, two bodyguards, she's spending hundred grand to go to the French Riviera. And, And we bring in. You remember Mr. New Orleans, Brad Pitt? Oh, yes. And how he built all that shitty Katrina housing (laughs) and then got sued by everybody for like $20 million. I think it's his legal punishment. He has to become (laughs) the mayor. There were those fucking like stupid uh, bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. You know, all those like T-shirt shops that are like, I drink wine and gumbo. (laughs) They would fucking sell the Brad Pitt for mayor Uh shirts. Yeah. This is my solution. Sure. He just comes in. Yeah. Make him, like, chain him to that desk. Yeah. Eight hours a day. He's been in Fight Club. City Hall. <laughs> he's, seen, he's seen some weird shit. He has never seen that City Hall before. Yeah. It is horrible. Uh, dude. Sean Penn could come in and be the vice mayor. <laughs> but it'll be Sean Penn when he uh, was in I Am Sam. He'll yeah, exactly. be. <laughs> I just want this for the dignity of the people to say that, look, you can we we know we're apathetic. We know that we live in a dump. We understand it's a lovable hellhole, um, but we have a little bit of dignity. Yeah. And we're just not going to put up for getting shit on this long on this many issues. Everything. There's not a single thing that she's doing that's productive, whether it be a giant police problem whether it be insurance issues, whether it be roads, whether it be, I mean, there's just obviously crime. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that's going well, and I just think it's time uh, that we show a little spine and fight back a little bit. It seems like crime has gotten better since I stopped reading the news. <laughs> And it's a very big uh, thing for your mental health. Yes. Really, around the time I moved out of Orleans Parish, mm-hmm. it seemed yeah. like there was just a turn. <laughs> 
for some reason. I just think about it way less now that I'm not in it. Yet. I'm sure it was just a coincidence that I stopped uh, open carrying when I checked my mail. There was a, you know, I'm I talk about crime getting better and not reading the news and then what do we have a crime story uh-huh a man who was released from orleans parish jail early wednesday morning called the taxi cab punched the driver who showed up to the jail parking lot took his wallet and ran away before he was arrested again brandon mccray i think he bought a hat uh <laughs> Age 39 was booked early Wednesday <laughs> on simple robbery and simple criminal damage to a property. What kind of cab driver? How bad is your fucking cab shift if you're going... This is at 4 a.m. Right to the jail. Who's getting released from jail at 4 a.m.? I guess they release people from jail at all hours. Uh, it's not like a hospital, right? I don't know. I guess there are people always working, but you would think you need some sort of judge to sign off as they walk out the door. I've never been arrested. Yeah, that's I, disappointing. I don't, we, have a, we don't have a lot of firsthand knowledge. I don't know how bail works. Yeah. On TV, you get bail and they let you go or that's they right. make you sleep it off. Maybe this guy was sleeping. I saw the Oceans movies. This guy murdered somebody with an axe and he was sleeping <laughs> it off. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Please don't sue. The sheriff now is just like... Leave when you feel like it. Yeah. Hey, lock up. Yeah. 4 a.m. seems like a good time for me to steal a cab. The, I mean, yeah. It's like, did he steal the cab? He didn't or did steal he get a, the cab. Okay. He, that was like, stupid. He accused, <laughs> <laughs> he accused the cab driver of stealing his debit card and then uh, punched him in the face, took his wallet, and ran away. That and, I mean, that has to be the shortest time in between jail stints imaginable. Grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe for the show to, you know, we talk about crime a lot. We talk about prison and jail and uh, maybe I just need to get arrested. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think the best crime you could commit. I uh, think racketeering. I don't know. I <laughs> feel like it racket- a while to set up. <laughs> racketeering. I think I'd go to prison. I think I'm going to have to murder someone. That one seems to be the easiest one to get <laughs> I off. No, man. I think. <laughs> Certainly carjacking, I think you'd be fine. Yeah. The ATV riding in the middle of the street, I don't know how many hours you'd have to do it in order to actually get arrested, but that seems like the most fun. You don't get arrested for that. You get like a ticket, right? Yeah. Even if they were going to stop you from doing that, I think it would just be a ticket. That's true. I know. I got a new car and I don't have a license plate on it. And I was like, I wonder how long. Who gives a shit? I was like, I really wonder how long I can go. (laughs) You should write. What are you going to do on a piece of paper and just put it back there? I was like, I'm so tired of getting these school zone speeding cameras, bringing my kids to school. I was like, I really think I could just go without a license plate for a prolonged period of time. And, the, then, and if I just had it in the car, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just you know couldn't get around to putting it on yet. Well, you have it in the car, and then if you get in an accident, you run out and put it on real quick. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not even, well, if I had an accident, you just drive away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's an accident, does, they're going to drive away. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? You got anything? Uh, the only other thing I have is LaToya, which is LaToya, in her press release, uh, which we didn't fully cover, said that the reason that she's flying first class 
And then the reason they had to spend, I think it was, what was it, $30,000 on the flight? No, it was $26,000. $26,000 on her flight to France. No, that's the upgrades. The upgrades were $26,000. <laughs> the flight was, I think, closer to forty. Sincerely. Uh, <clears throat> is that... Because she is uh, a mom, I suppose, and because mm-hmm. she is uh, a black woman, uh, that she has to fly uh, in an upgraded seat. Now, her security person mm-hmm. who's with her, you would think that would provide enough security on an airplane where people fly, millions of people fly every day without being uh, attacked and murdered on the plane. Well, You're much more likely to get attacked going to your car in the driveway <laughs> at your own house in this city than you are being uh, dismembered on in coach. Uh, but her own security guard is the whole section away, and uh, she's claiming that we need to spend, uh, as a city, a citizenry, uh, tens of thousands of dollars for her to have a better flight. And to that, I almost applaud her for just saying, like, what can I say that is easily the dumbest possible explanation? And the people who support me, they are the dumbest people, so they'll probably be okay with it. When's the last time you uh, viewed the film Con Air? Been a minute. The trouble started in the back of the plane. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's why security's in between her, to give her some buffer room. That's true. They might just be plotting against her. You don't know if there's a prisoner on your airplane. <laughs> I mean, it's such your a... Your flight to Paris. You know how many dangerous people fly from <laughs> New Orleans to Paris every day? It's such a ludicrous explanation. Like, there are a hundred other ways she could be like, in order to meet business executives who are flying in and out of our city, it's sitting in first class and business class is the best way to meet these people. And, you know, if you're trying to lure business... Instead, it was just like, no, it's for my safety because I'm a mom. And I think about my daughter a lot. And I don't want to die on the airplane from a random attack. Well, that would only happen in economy because the people in first class wouldn't dare kill me. <laughs> They're better than, 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 you know. So, you know, to all the moms flying coach tonight, prayers up. If she's on spirit, <laughs> I think there's something to being attacked in coach. There's a neglect uh, as a parent, if you're going to fly Spirit. Yeah, that's You can't true. have kids and get on a Spirit airplane. Spirit's not flying international. They check to make sure you have one of those double wills, you know, <laughs> like where the kids go in case you both die at the same time. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, dude, it's so insulting to everyone's intelligence. Yeah, well, it I would be a, a little more, you know, I said this about Zion, too. It would be, uh, it, it would it would make her feel like more of a human being, more of a real person. If she's like, look, I'm old, my back hurts. Yeah. I'm not going to fly fucking coach. Yeah. I'll tell you what, everybody gets 10% off today at Zapardos. <laughs> I became the mayor for the reason, <laughs> and the reason was so I don't have to fly in the back of the goddamn Why well, wouldn't Trump would say that? If she's going to steal from Trump, at least steal, yeah. you know, the fun stuff. Yeah. It's like, I like to do this. Be- I play golf a thousand times as president because I want to. There, I'm sure there are things she makes concessions to, you know, like I get the unleaded gas. I don't get the super <laughs> premium. 
When I go to Wendy's and they ask if I want to biggie size it, I say no. I mean, it, she just treats this job as if she's like a U.S. senator. It's like, yeah. no, you're the mayor of an incredibly poor city. Uh, it's, uh, you know, so we'll see. Obviously, she's in the news. Every Something new every day. Uh, we'll get to all of it as the weeks go by. But I thought that one in particular deserved its own special shout out. Uh, thank you all to everyone for listening uh, to this program. We appreciate each and every one of you so very much. Please. Get on DraftKings. Use promo code Polk and Kush. As always, email us polkandkush at gmail.com. And please listen, subscribe, like, do everything that you can. Spread the word. We love you all. Talk to you next week. See ya.